You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Today's show, we've got former powerlifter Sean Turry. I'm Michael Buckley. I'm Robin Shaw, and this is The Bodcast. It's The Bodcast with Michael Buckley and Robin Shaw. I've lost 85 pounds. Now I'm a personal trainer and help other fat people. I was the last kid picked in gym class. Now I'm a personal trainer, and I've got a six-pack. All right. Hey, guys. Hello, Michael. How you doing? Hey, Robin. How's it going? I'm good. Okay. So, remember how I told you I gave up dairy? And did I tell you I also gave up, like, sugar, kind of? Like, I gave up this past Sunday. Gave up donuts. I gave up donuts, chocolate, sprinkles, cake, candy, all anything, you know, things I'm like, like. Junk food. Junk food. Right. Yes. And, And dairy. And this past Sunday was a full month. Then on Tuesday, and I was so excited to celebrate my month. But then on Tuesday, I had a call back for an acting thing, and it didn't go well. And you know what I did? I went straight and got a donut, and I ate the donut. And then... Was that just the start? Well, yeah. And then, and then things got worse. And then the next morning, I woke up and went and got a donut. Like, I didn't even think about it. Oh, man. So it's like, it's like, you ever have to train yourself to wake up early? What do you mean? Like, like you know, like when you used to like go to school, like yeah, like, you know, it takes like, like getting up to a routine. Yeah, and it takes so long yes, to train yourself to, to like go to bed early and then wake up early. But you sleep yeah. in late once. Yeah, and that's it. Now you can sleep late. Yeah. So, so yes, yeah, so that was you know. So now I'm starting all over. How many day? How many donuts in a row? How many days of donuts? Two, just two days, two donuts. But still, I mean, that's like saying to a crackhead. <laughs> like gave up crack. <laughs> ah, I just, you know, shot one <laughs> needle worth of crack in my toe today. <laughs> I have a client that's been trying to quit smoking for like weed or crack. Uh, cigarettes. Cigarettes. Yeah. 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 You know, nothing that fun. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't encourage him to stop. Right. But no, he's trying to quit cigarettes and like every day is the same thing. Like every time I see him, I'm like, how are we doing with the cigarettes? He's like, I bought a pack. I smoked three of them and I threw it out. And like, I kind of want to tell him like, Maybe you should get like a couple days in a row under right. your belt, like, and that might actually help. Like, if he knows he's got the pack, then maybe he won't feel like this is my last pack. I've got to smoke these all like today. Maybe. What do you think? You used to smoke. Yeah, well, but I was never like a a chain smoker. Like, I have a pack, and it would last me for like I could smoke a pack in a whole night, or I could smoke a pack over the course of two months. Like, it it always depended. Yeah, I I was never like a real smoker. Smoker. I was like a social smoker. You know, not even because I'd want to be alone. <laughs> I'm just I'm a, a smoke weird. break smoker. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Or like a stress smoker. Or. A drunk. I'm a, I was a big drunk smoker. Like oh, if yeah. I was drinking, yeah. I want. I had to get a pack of cigarettes before I started drinking. Otherwise, because I hate the the guy that bums all night, and I refuse to be that guy. So, <laughs> there's my health tip you'll, of the day. You'll, you'll never be, Don't be that asshole. Go buy your own pack of cigarettes. <laughs> yes. But anyway, so I ate these donuts. Now, remember how I was being so good? Like, I, I looked good and I felt good. So I had two donuts this week. I feel like I'm breaking out. I'm anxious. Well, it's it's a pretty, you know, it's a drug. It is. Sugar. Motherfucker, I love it so much. But anyway, so I'm clean. <laughs> I haven't had a donut in a You're couple of days. You're two days sober? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got the shakes, man. I've got the shakes. But uh, yeah, so... Maybe I'm, you should get that hypnosis. I've again. done that. 
You were saying you got hypnosed. I got hypnosed for eating and smoking, and I went and had a cigarette right after. <laughs> it was so stupid. It was in a hospital too. Me and my mom did it together. That's it like, didn't work for either of us. Remember when you were a kid and like, um, you know, they 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 tell you about like all the things that different drugs do. Yeah. Like. How awesome do they make drugs? Though? Yeah, I, I still think that. Um, like, this is cocaine. You're going to feel like the coolest person who ever lived. You're going to talk Latin. All of your stories going to be really interesting to you. Yeah. What? I mean, I, I'm eight. Where I, can I get some? I could never have kids because me trying to tell them about drugs, I'll be like, look, if you want to laugh with your friends, right? <laughs> then pot really is the answer. But I mean... And actually, you really can drive on. <laughs> I'd be the worst mother ever. I'm, I'm like, a better driver when I'm still. Yeah, everyone says like, that. Yeah, I was like, I don't think there's like, been a many. Oh God, if people like they don't, know. don't tweet us. We're co- like, joking. Know, if, you t- if you take us seriously, but I actually am serious. I don't think there's been many accidents on because they were high. Most people are because they're drunk. I think it's kind of hard to quantify that. Right. I'm look. I'm I'm pro legalization of marijuana I'm pro recreational use of marijuana like you know I think there are worse things you know like I, donuts like donuts seriously uh yeah like donuts I <laughs> yeah, think Dunkin Donuts is a, is a bigger health hey, menace shut the fuck up than, I'm sorry follow me on Twitter I'm we're, sorry we're it's true <laughs> I tweeted them asking if we could do a campaign but I don't think of like you know I don't how, think it's the best idea to drive when you're when you're when drunk you're, when you're stoned oh because it does it it uh slows down like it slows down your reaction time yeah you know? yeah no i i'm sure you shouldn't it makes you paranoid right like <laughs> just uh yeah i don't think it's the best idea um all right should we get to our fitness question, question of the week? yeah yeah all right so this girl actually <laughs> didn't used to listen to the podcast but now she does uh, she actually came to a show, and that's where she found me, and that's how she found the podcast. All right. So she wrote, hey, lady, so, oh, sorry. Her name is JessX1672, and on Instagram, she wrote, hey, lady, saw so, you at Stand Up New York on Saturday, which, by the way, I don't think we ever mentioned, that's where we tape our podcast. It's a comedy club on 78th, and it's a great comedy club, so if anyone's in New York, you should go to it. All right. Sorry, that was a sign note, <laughs> but- She's on on Saturday, amazing time, couldn't stop laughing. Had no idea you were so into weight loss, loved the podcast. I need to make a life-changing decision to start losing weight. Any advice? Well, thank you, JessX1672. Um, so I think she's really asking the the best two people she could possibly ask I this know, question to. I know. So pretty much she's asking advice on how to start, right? Right. So... Um, for me, what I tell people, and we kind of touched on this, I think it was a couple of weeks ago when we had the trainer to the stars who was my first step into getting into fitness, right. is start small. Like, if you know you need to make a change, don't make a change saying, I need to quit going to parties, lose 80 pounds, and need to, you know. One thing at a time. Yeah, one thing at a time. Why don't you first start off by saying, I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to go three times a week and that's it just start with that and once you've like that's become your routine then say all right now i'm going to give up the smoking and then and i'm going to start you know changing my sandwiches with salads for lunch like just keep adding small things i mean mine was like a it's been like eight year now journey that like since i started losing the weight oh for sure i mean and i'm look i just said i had a donut like i i it's still like a struggle so for me personally to get started is just pick something small that you know you could achieve yeah i mean i think you want to have an idea of where you want to go 
but you can't, you can't, you, I, when I start with people all the time, um, I'll ask them, so let's talk a little bit about short-term goals. And they'll say, well, my short-term goal is to lose 30 pounds and then stop right there. That's not a short-term goal. That's a long-term right, goal, yeah. right? And, you know, people get super, super ambitious. They'll say, so we'll meet twice a week and then I'll take a yoga class on a third day. I'll do, uh, I'll do car- cardio on my own two days. I'll go take a spin class on another day and then maybe I'll take one day off. And I'll ask, well, what are you doing now? And they'll say nothing, right? So, like, I think a good deal to make with your, make little deals with yourself. Right. If you can, if you can get your, if you can work out for 20 minutes, three times a week for a month, guess what? You are now, you now have a new habit. It's not just like something that you did for a month. It's not some crazy lose 8,000 pounds in six week fatty type program. You now have a new habit, right? If you can wake up in the morning and, um, prepare yourself like, uh, or even the night before, like an, an oatmeal with like some nuts and something with some substance, some fiber to kind of get your day going, some fruit, kind of prep that the night before. If you do that every night for a week, by that eighth day, you know, by the beginning of the second week, you now have a new habit, right? right. You're starting your day off. Like you're starting, you know, you don't want to sabotage yourself early by like not eating breakfast, getting hungry, binging by like 11 o'clock in the morning. And then, ah, oh, you know what? Today is gone. I'll start tomorrow. You know, that's such an easy thing. So it's all about just like, just like you're saying, establishing habits, right? Making, making little, 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 little changes at a time that become long-term habits. And that's why, you know, I, um, oh, just I, like the I donuts, know, right? Yeah. And I know this two is, days in a row. I now you're, this, you're, you're on the donut train. I know this is controversial because I know there's some people who really like the cleanses, but the reason why I don't like cleanses because I think, when getting started, at least, a lot of people like to say, oh, I'm going to do a cleanse and then I'm going to start working out and do, you know. Thing with the cleanses, it's, I just feel like you should be training your body to do something that you can sustain forever. Mm-hmm. And these cleanses are just quick fixes. That, you know what? It's not that controversial. Not amongst anyone that knows anything about anything. Right. Well, like, I don't know. A lot of people No will doctor swear. will ever tell you that a cleanse is a good idea. No scientist will ever tell you it's a good idea because it's not, there's no scientific backing. People lose weight because they're not, there's a huge calorie deficit, A, and B, they're, they're just depleting their, their body of water. They're losing a shitload of water weight, right? right. So the, the second they, they return to like their normal habits, right? Habits, there's that word again, that's the key. Yeah. They're, they're going to return to, to right, right back to where they were. Right. Yeah, I, I don't recommend a cleanse. I recommend healthy little, exercise. Yeah, little things. Yeah, little things. All right. Well, thank you for writing in. I also recommend, I think the best thing you could do is listen to... The podcast. The, there are two <laughs> episodes with people that lost a lot of weight and they both tell their stories. And I think that, you know, even you don't have to follow everything that they said, but I think there are different things that both of them said like along the way that are actually really good advice for anybody that needs to get started. Right. Yes, definitely. All right. Thanks for writing in, guys. If you have any questions or comments, you can tweet me at Robin Shawl. At Buckley Body Guru. Or on Instagram, Robin Shawl Comic. And you could also write on the SoundCloud. SoundCloud. God, I am so <laughs> special. SoundCloud wall or on iTunes. And please rate us. It's helping us out a lot. We really appreciate right. it. Subscribe on iTunes. You'll never miss an episode. And, uh, and yeah, just keep tweeting us. We love hearing from you guys. And uh, and that's it. All right, let's get into our guest today. I'm really let's excited. Do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. So our, our guest today is Sean Terry. He was a competitive power lifter for six years. Uh, I, I also know Sean because he's a super talented photographer. 
here in New York City. So, Sean, welcome. Hello, hello. Uh, thank you for coming. He wore a suit and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Very bodybuilder-esque. Well, since this is all audio, everyone should know, too, that I'm not one of these, like, barrel-chested, 250-pound uh, powerlifters, too. So I'm, like, I'm in the the uh, uh, more smaller category of the uh, the powerlifters, which is actually uh, one of the more higher competition groups to be in. But I'll, I'll fill you guys in. I, I would imagine. So... Just for people that don't know, um, specifically my mom, who's an avid listener of the show, what? So you're you're not a bodybuilder, no. And I think a lot of times people group those two groups of people together: the powerlifters and bodylifters. So talk to me a little bit about the difference between a bodybuilder and a powerlifter, and the difference between, um, you know, the way a bodybuilder would work out versus training for power. Sure, sure. So powerlifting is how much weight you can lift. So it's not about the aesthetics of how you look or how the development of your body. It's being in a weight class and seeing how much weight you can pick up or press. And powerlifting, typically there's three competitive lifts. There's squat, bench, and deadlift. So it's how much weight you can pick up, push up, or squat. With bodybuilding, it's purely aesthetics and how you look. Um, so they're developing muscles, they're on stage. It's a completely different approach uh, with the training. Um, though, if you look at a lot of pro bodybuilders, almost all of them have a foundation in powerlifting. If you ever look at like some of the old Franco, you know, Franco Colombo. Yeah. He's in uh, pumping iron. He he's was Arnold's iron. workout partner. So he was a avid powerlifter right into Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, he would you, push cars with like his, uh, like someone drive cars. a back a car up yeah. while he was up against the wall and he would push the car with his, oh with his God. legs. Yeah. Um, and Ronnie Coleman, if you look at videos, Ronnie Coleman, he's got all the powerlifting squat gear on and the knee wraps and he's doing single reps. So the biggest difference is bodybuilding is visual, how you look. Um, and powerlifting is how much weight you can pick up. It's strength based. So is CrossFit more powerlifting? I'm not too familiar with cross training, to be quite honest with you. Um, I don't know the basis of it and I haven't done it. So I can't answer that question. What's, what, what is it's, cross training? It's high intensity interval training. And they do actually do a lot of, there's a lot of deadlifting. There's like clean and jerks. So there are things that are based on power moves, but there's an aerobic component as well. Like a lot of burpees, things like that. So with the, the powerlifting training. Just talk more into the mic. Sure. So. The, yeah. the, the powerlifting training, the, um, we are training towards one explosive lift. So it's high intensity. It's a mental buildup to going up to a platform and doing one lift. So it's all about like compression and uh, building yourself up to that explosive, um, the explosion for one lift. Um, so we're not do typically doing any sort of high intensity. Oh, okay. I see. Here we are. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, yeah, there okay. we go. Oh, let there be sound. Was he being uh, recorded that whole time? Okay. I, I, do, you want to, do you want me to do it? <laughs> nah, it's whatever. Be, people will guess your answer. Uh, they'll just hear our questions <laughs> and they'll guess what you said. Great answer, Sean. Um, <laughs> yeah. So with the, the powerlifting, the, you hardly ever broke a sweat when you're doing it. It's because a lot of it is single uh, single rep, high intensity to work out. In fact, high reps for us are like maybe go up to fives and then we do pyramid it down to doing singles, meaning one rep. And what is the, so what is the diet like? Are you just trying to consume as many calories as possible? Well, it or? depends. You know, some of these guys are in like the 200 plus or 220 plus. They're like, their weight doesn't matter because no matter how much more they gain, it it makes no difference. And most of these guys don't care about what they look like. For me, I always, I wanted to look lean too. I wanted to look good. So I was more diet conscious. But as long as you're within your weight class, 
doesn't matter what you look like. And a lot of these guys are just putting food down. Right. Yeah. Not, probably a lot of carbs, I would think. Just a lot the, of carbs. And if you cut weight too, uh, like when you're training. So when I weighed, when I was 19, I can, I weighed 155. I competed in the 160 or I played, weighed 160, 160 pounds. And I competed in the 165 pound class. So that was the cap. So uh, when I was training, like I was pulling 520, 550 pounds on a deadlift. That means 550 pounds on the floor, you stand up with it. So if I were to lose five, 10 pounds, that may, that's a significant difference in my strength. Like that, I won't be able to pull that. If I weigh right. 160 now and I pull 550, if I drop, you know, 10 pounds or five pounds, I'm probably going to be working my ass off to get that up next week. It's going to be much harder. So weight is an issue, especially for the lighter guys. If you weigh 250 and you drop five pounds, it's probably not going to hit you as much. But weight is a factor, but typically they're, they're not calorie counting. They're just eating. It's all about strength. And you were, so how did you discover powerlifting? Were, were you an athlete before that? Was there something, what, what was it that appealed to you? Just talk to me a little bit about well, your Well, your I, my dad did bodybuilding. Uh, my dad's an ex-Marine and was a Vietnam vet. And he, so he always had us physically active since we were little kids. And then when I was 14, I joined the, the gym and we started training at a gym that had international competitive guys that did the powerlifting. And that was sort of my segue into it. And they groomed me in and um, I trained on a national level for over six years. Wow. Um, so how does the how do the competitions work? So there's like how many people and like wh- is it whoever lifts the most wins or yeah, pretty much. So it's a giant meat fest of men and uh, like ammonium <laughs> tabs <laughs> and uh, and like really bit butch women. Um, and um, there's a platform with three judges and they break it up into the lifts. So you start with your squat. And you go up to the platform, then you do your lift. One at a time? One, or, at, one yeah. at a time, uh, facing the audience and the judges. And then they give you a red light or a green light. And you need... Like, it's based on the form, right? Like exactly. Range of motion. Range like, of motion. Position, body positioning. With the power lifting, like you need to break parallel with squat. You, with benching, you need to have a pause on the chest. It's not a bounce. So it's very controlled movements. Um, they're very strict with that. Um, so you do your lift on the platform. And then you get the three lights or you don't. And then you go on, you make, you do three attempts and then you go on to your next lift, but they do everyone, um, one at a time. And then they move on to the next lift. And there are, um, there, there are two different kinds of powerlifting competitions, right? There's one with the suit where you wear a suit yeah. that stabilizes and one without the suit where you, did you can compete with the suit or without I, the suit? And what, I, what are those called? I, uh, so there's your squat suit and deadlift suit. It's, can, uh, they call it going raw. If you're not wearing a suit and no wraps and some of them don't need to do a belt, uh, then it's called lifting raw. I didn't lift raw. We competed with a belt and with wraps. And also for me, I mean, for me to put five or 600 pounds on my frame, I, I want support. I'm not looking to, uh, to you know throw that on my body without right. a, a, a belt at the very least nothing yeah. fun about a torn rotator cuff no and then the the, the the suits are miserable too they look like wrestling suits the whole thing looks ridiculous unless you're into <laughs> it this looks like a joke like if you went there you'd be <laughs> laughing the whole time i mean I, yeah like you've got to really really want to go to one yeah like, and like the guy like guys punch themselves in the head they're popping pneumonia tabs for like an extra boost they're like it's like a it really is like a and a 
a room full of testosterone. Um, I got one of the gyms where I bring some of my clients is like an old school meathead gym, and they get some power. There's like a group the, of powerlifters. The, they come in the evening and like gyms hate them. Gyms, the gyms, etiquette is very different. The, uh, you know, it's unnecessary too. By the way, a lot there's of these, a lot of dropping. You know, the, there's the, the never lift and then the, the drop, and it's just like you know what rattles I'd, the floor. I'd like to see uh, what kind of records these guys are breaking. Typically, guys that are training professionally aren't doing that crap. You know, we control it. I, I could put down 500 pounds much lighter than most of these, these um, guys in the gym that are deadlifting 135 pounds. It's a, it's a, a lot of it's a attention getting too. So uh, that that those are the kind of people that get, would give the rest of the powerlifters a bad name. Yeah, a lot of big dudes with like gyms normally hate them because they get the chalk everywhere. They're slamming weights. They're yelling. They're, they're like a bunch of morons. So okay, so you you do round one or whatever. Let's say ten guys get green lights. Yeah. So then you do the same three moves again, just with a heavier weight. Exactly. So you you're like okay, uh, I'm put load me up for three hundred pounds, right? And then I do the lift. Okay, great. Uh, I get two more attempts. So let me go again. So put three fifteen on for the next one. Okay, great. Me three fifteen. Put me to three twenty five. Then I miss it. So now okay, three fifteen is the weight I made. Um, so that's that's like my that's what they're going to count towards the total of all my lifts because they total all three lifts that you make. Right. So um, you try to do as much as you can without failing. So again, the whole foundation (laughs) of this is one movement, high intensity, and it's just super explosive how much weight you can lift. Robin looks concerned. Well, because I don't know. I feel like if I did that, I would hurt myself. Like the Robin's face says this, looks, this <laughs> sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally... It, <laughs> I'm like, this is a sport? <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know what it is, Robin. Um, That's just my face. <laughs> you know what I liked about it, too, uh, is it's a single man... I don't know if you want to call it. I never called it a sport. I'm, I'm sure. I'm no, really, no, what that, no, what that face was is it sounds almost dangerous, though. That was really what my you know face what? is like doing these movements so like fast um, and heavy. Here, some, sounds like you could like pop out a shoulder and well, elbow. Something seems like it's going to go. Yeah, you're lifting extreme. And, you know, I'm sure this is something that Michael pushes hardcore with his training, which is form. So right. I trained a year with 135. That's 45s. Just on form. Now, I've lifted competitively for uh, six plus years and I've been training. I still train competitively to this day. So this is over over 12 years now. Um, knock on wood, I've never pulled a muscle. Honestly, I've never pulled a muscle. I've never strained anything. Um, I've never had any aches and pains yet. Um, I'm, that's, I can't say that for everyone, but I've been lifting uh, heavyweight for a long time on a light body frame. I still weigh 165, 170 now. And I haven't had that issue because you have to really concentrate on your form. If you have bad form, like if you just go to the gym, want to be a power lifter, uh, you're probably going to run into injuries and knee problems, back problems and all that. But, um, but you know what? Something like a deadlift, if you do, if you, if you have perfect form, it's something that can actually be good for your knees. Right. I mean, maybe not with the amount of weight that, that a world record holder is trying to push consistently. Right. Right. But generally speaking, a deadlift is is a damn near perfect exercise if you do it correctly. Absolutely. But how many people do you see they do it incorrectly? Now, they Most. do it incorrectly at 135. Now, put 500 on there. All those small mistakes are exaggerated, and you can really jack yourself up. So that's why – I mean, I was training with national uh, – uh, international uh, ranking guys that are placing first. Like, I was getting taught by really uh, well-trained people. So I had perfect form 
um, which makes the world a difference. You can't lift head I weight. actually do all three of those lifts with all of my clients, male, you female, no matter what. I mean, I don't start there necessarily. Right. And I'll spend an hour teaching someone how to deadlift correctly because it's that amazing of an exercise. It really to do it correctly. is. And it's so functional. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, we all have to pick up something heavy at some point in our life. And that's the way to do it. Yeah. The, the powerlifting, it does sound like a meathead kind of thing to do. And it's very like brute, but um, even at a non-competitive level, we're not pushing it. It is a very functional way of training too. Um, and I think it works well. Again, if you're a competitor, then you train like a competitor and that's what you do. But I think it's a good thing. And the, those bodybuilders are a good example. They work that into the routines as well. And you do the same thing too with your, your clients. And you don't have to do single reps. Um, I think the most important thing you could take away from it is the perfect form and just the fact of doing squat, bench, deadlift. I mean, how many people don't do deadlifts? They just avoid it. You know, a lot of guys, especially, hit do leg exercises. So the way I trick them into doing legs is I say, no, no, no we're working your abs. Because there's such a right. Because you're you you have to That's your right. abs have to be so tight right. on a, a deadlift that you know I I get sore in my abs after after I do legs when yep. I'm doing that deadlifts. Yeah, yeah, sure. Talk to me a little bit about so obviously you're going to train to those lifts. Is there anything else that you do beyond that? Are there like do you use kettlebells? Do you um, what's the warm up like? Do you do you stretch afterwards? What what else yeah. is involved in the training aside from? just the, the lifts themselves. All right, we did very minimal stretching. Normally, the, the, I start with lightweight, the bar, then 135, and that's my stretching. You don't want to be too limber with this, with these exercises. You actually want the opposite. You want to be nice and tight, um, warmed up within your range of motion. So if I'm, I don't want to be too flexible because when I go in the hole, I want that tension. Um, so that's contrary to what a lot of people would are trying to accomplish. The other thing, too, is um, we do our lifting, and then we work with percentages, and we go up incrementally over a 12-week program we do secondary exercises we call them partials which means like maybe we'll put the pins in the squat rack halfway down so you can only squat halfway that helps develop the top end of your squat and it also um, allows you to lift heavier weight so i know what it feels like to have 800 pounds on my back so it's an ego booster um, we do the same thing with deadlift we do the same thing with bench we use rubber bands on the bench which creates a tension that gets um, harder and harder and harder as you push up we do the same thing with chains on the squat so when you go down the weights reduce because all the chains on the ground and as you lift you're lifting the chain so it increasingly gets heavier um, yeah the bands are actually also a great way to uh, develop all the stabilizing muscles absolutely so, yeah, yeah know, it really does bench is really hitting the primary movers the chest obviously mm -hmm. the back of the shoulders but all the little guys even the um, developing the muscles of the rotator cuff and all that, the bands are great for stuff like the that. The bands are great. The chains are great. Um, uh, we use boards on the bench. So we set like, depending on how high you want it, but maybe so you set like a four inch board, like a four by four in your chest and you go down and you touch the board and you come back up. So again, that, that allows you to work your top end. Some guys can, can get 500 pounds off their chest, but they just can't do the lockout. So that's a good way to work the lockout. And again, you can normally load up pretty heavy weight on, on doing that as well. So it's a good ego booster. What, what about cardio? Like how do you fit cardio into your- Most of the guys don't. They don't. No, yeah. because you're not breaking. I did, because I wanted a more multi-dimensional You were workout. a model, right? Not back then when I competed. All, actually, I stopped competing uh, when I did the modeling. Um, but you, the most of them aren't focused on the cardio. So if you're looking to lose weight, I wouldn't recommend, uh, the powerlifting. I think you can do that in conjunction with other things, um, and add cardio into it. But no, those guys, they, 
they want to lift heavy weight. If I'm going to sit on the treadmill, why would I do that? That's tiring me from being able to lift heavier right. weight. Right. They're focused. Right. They have something on. Uh... <laughs> and they used to yell at me. I would do an hour on the cardio, and they would cut. They would want me to quit doing it. Um, but all right. What, do you have anything else, Robin? <laughs> no, you could ask the last question. Uh, talk to me about the women. <laughs> oh man, they so, uh, they can put you in headlocks like no other man. <laughs> I, I was asking that on behalf of Robin, who I know is totally going to go out and no, I, start start doing I'm power. Sure. You could probably find a good girlfriend, though. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I think it's really cool. I just know me, and I would get hurt. But uh, you oh, said would, yeah. you said it. It's all about form, and I'm sure if anyone studied my form, they don't have good form. I mean, like I think this is a really cool sport. Well, I don't know if it's a sport or competition. I would definitely I think, say it's a sport. Yeah, but I think that the uh, let's do Danny Tanner. I have my Danny Tanner. All right, all right. <laughs> Before I continue. All right. All right, perfect transition. Okay. okay, so this is that part of the show. For this. Oh, do you know what time it is, Michael? It's the Danny Tanner What Did We Learn This Week moment. This is where we go around, and like in Full House, we say one thing we learned this week, and they dub in music, and we're really s- sincere. Okay. All right. What did you learn this week, Michael? I learned that real power lifters don't need to just slam the bar down. I'm talking to you. Fat guy at Mid City Gym. I'm talking to you. Stop slamming the weights. <laughs> and uh, what did you learn this week? I learned when, um, when I'm driving back home to not be drinking alcohol, but be, to be smoking weed instead. That, that is really deep and beautiful. Thank you. I learned <laughs> this week that if you want to do powerlifting, the most important part is form, so you don't hurt yourself. And if you see me on the street, don't give me a donut because I can't say no. Just say no. I can't. <laughs> Just say no, right? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, write us at um, uh, uh, on Twitter. I'm Robin Shaw. At Buckley Body Girl. Yeah, we want to hear everything. We want to hear about your transformations and all of it. Sean, anything you want to uh, you want to plug before we we get off? No, I I, I don't have any uh, any current sponsors uh, to be to be reaching out for at the moment. What about your website? You want to give a shout out for your website? Sure. SeanTurry.com, uh, S-E-A-N-T-U-R-I.com. And uh, that's my photography website. That's awesome, great. Right? Cool. All right. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, sir. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. And this is The Bodcast. <laughs>